I think I was always kind of this very patriarchal kind of wanting them to be more serious mm. or more robust or more right. kind of competitive. And that's not me. And that's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful. Hello, and welcome to the Three Uniques podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Rigney. I'm a life and leadership coach ready to help you unleash your uniqueness, align to your purpose, and take massive action towards your goals. I'm a single mom and a purpose-led believer. My mission is to maximize human potential, and I do this through my one-to-one group and retreat coaching experiences. Learn more about my upcoming retreats and group masterminds by checking out 3uniquescoaching.com. Now, our guest on the 3 Uniques podcast. Hey everyone, it's Brenda back again with another episode of Three Uniques. Today, I'm really excited to share with you the next guest that I have on. Her name is Joe Knight Dukovic. Perfect. I know, I didn't say it right. It's Dukovic. Either way, I answer to most things. I answer to most things. I was so excited that I said it right and I'm like, no, no, that's not it. It works, it works. Okay, well, okay, so I did a little take two. So Joe, great to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm really good, really good. Uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to sitting down with you. Yeah, this is going to be great. So, um, Joe is a coach. She is all about helping leaders and entrepreneurs get out of their own way. So, what does that mean, Joe? Like, get out of your own way. What's some ways that that happens with leaders and entrepreneurs? That, that's a great question, and I uh, I get asked this all the time. <laughs> And I actually ask myself the same question all the time because I really, some people really don't like that as a, um, as a tagline. They feel as though it's a criticism that we kind of say it's all your fault. And actually what I'm trying to say is the absolute opposite (laughs) is that um, as a human, there are so many things uh, that are going to come against us to stop us being the kind of best version of ourselves and living the life we really want that one of the things that also comes in the way is kind of uh, our mindset, our history, uh, our flight fear and horn responses. Mm-hmm. And actually it's really, really hard to be successful. And to be able to be successful, we have to recognize that naturally we're gonna get in our own way. <laughs> and the way to get out of your own way is not to resist and push back and hate yourself and add sort of shame, shame piles. It's actually to really come from a place of acceptance love compassion um, and that's really where that tipping point is um, a lot of people call it self-sabotage I don't like that so I think it's really mm. loaded and quite negative right um, yeah to be a human our brain has developed over thousands and thousands of years <laughs> but it's actually only developed relatively recently to be able to think critically and do all the things we rely on today um, and so we're constantly having to push back against that more um primitive part of our brain right yeah so it's kind of getting out of your own way recognizing that you're human Mm -hmm. what you're experiencing is a normal part of the human experience right might not be fun all of the time it's not supposed to be yeah um and how we can just kind of learn to roll with it in a more loving accepting human hot messy kind of way and how did you get into this work like helping leaders and entrepreneurs get out of their own way? So I think I think my really honest answer is uh, my life has been um, 
a really big part of my life. That's been the realization mm-hmm. that I've been in my own way. Okay. Um, and particularly my my brain. I naturally have quite naturally whatever that means. I naturally have quite high levels of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, the good side to that is I'm a really good critical thinker. Okay. <laughs> I often tell people I'm not anxious. I'm just highly um, risk aware. Right. Um, and so I'd always been very, very successful externally, mm-hmm. but it always felt like really hard work. I'd always struggled um, to be really comfortable with who I was. Um, I always knew who I was. So it's kind of there was a lot of there was a lot of juxtapositions and, and inner conflict. Um, and it wasn't until I got to about 30, about mm-hmm. 15 years ago, well, if you would even believe that, <laughs> about 15 years ago, um, that I realized that I was adding an unnecessary uh, layer of suffering to the stuff that was already there. So life was happening, no different from anybody else's. And through the way in which I wasn't controlling my thoughts, I was adding another layer of suffering that was making my life much, much more difficult. Um, and why would, you know, and I beat myself up about that for a long time. And my, for the first, I'm 44, for the first, from a cognizance point of view, first 25 years of doing it, I had tried to move past it with sheer hard work and some tough love. Right. And it wasn't until I kind of shifted that to loving, compassionate acceptance mm. that I was really able to make progress and to help others do the same. So if I can help anybody to be more of their fabulous selves and suffer less because so much of the suffering is self self-created and that, i'm not saying and some of you are going to hear that as a blame thing it's mm-hmm. I'm not it's not there's a, <laughs> you are responsible for much of your mental suffering that doesn't mean it's your fault it just is it's, you know right. your brain is actually trying to help so so i i work with people to try to uh try and re- help them reduce the suffering that they add on so that once we've got past that suffering, we can actually get to that, that core work of what it is. We all know if we're quiet enough what it is we're supposed to be doing. And so much noise. I often think of myself as a, like just quieting the noise down, um, helping people to quiet down the noise so they can hear who they are and what they want. Yeah, to no, I love that. And I, I love the fact that, you know, you even shared your own personal story about, or a snippet of your personal story about, you know, for like 20, 25 years, mm. you just kind of, persevered, hack your way through yeah. it, you know, even from a productivity standpoint, like how can I just be like, you know, optimizing myself? And then it wasn't until you realized, hey, like, you know, like I can continue to still do it this way, mm-hmm. or I can also, you know, add a dose of love, kindness and compassion over myself and, you know, and just, and really, you know, I, I guess I want I don't wanna use the word attack, but really get to like the underlying, the underbelly, right? Absolutely. Versus just approaching it on the surface or even masking it on the surface. Yes. And I, I think attack is fine because we're, we're literally, it's, it's like that uncovering. I really yeah. believe it's already there. Right. Um, we, I really do believe we all know who we are. <laughs> we have to get down and, and get back to everybody else's opinions. Uh, fear, mm-hmm. conditioning, society, gender identity of other people. We have sure. to strip it all back and just get quiet enough to be able to to hear who we really are and then kind of to say it out loud. It's 
I work with people that are you know my age and older and they will have often never thought of that because we don't ask those kind of we often don't ask those kind of questions in life sure yeah um, we get stuck in role rather than purpose yeah and so what are some things that you do specifically to make those shifts like what have you noticed in yourself like hey if I approach my day this way or if I look at this problem from a different lens of love kindness and compassion what are some things that you do specifically to like help make those shifts for yourself yeah so I think the first thing and this is probably what I find the most powerful mm-hmm. is I um I assume positive intent okay and that is both my own my amygdala that that kind of primitive part of your brain and everybody yeah. else's um and a lot of so my background is very corporate world uh, corporate engineering very very male so okay. kind of these sort of uh for me to say these kind of like assume positive intent out loud that is not the environment i'm from yeah it's embracing more of the feminine side it is it is um and and it's often not what we do so assume that whatever thought feeling action is coming up assume that somebody's doing their very very best Mm -hmm. and and, you know if that sounds naive that's okay (laughs) because even if they're not doing their very best you won't have wasted all that energy angst and action having to sort of dread it before you come up so assume positive intents um i do this very much with myself i used to get very very conflicted in terms of um my thoughts and frustration around my own anxiety um and actually now um I assume that if there is some uh, fear coming up for me, if there's some anxiety coming up for me, I just always just, I tried to push back and I was really quite, um, I wasn't very open to it. Right. Now I actually um, recognise that it's a part of my brain that is trying to keep me alive, <laughs> is trying to help me. And I say, thank you. I actually name my uh, amygdala. Oh. Um, I do. I do. I've never said this to you before. No. I actually name my amygdala. I actually encourage my clients to do the same. Um, it's called, uh, she's called Blanche. <laughs> my amygdala <laughs> is called that. Blanche. I love yes. that. Yeah, I know. Because who doesn't love a Blanche? You know, you can't, you can't ever be cross with anybody called Blanche because they mean well. Um, you know, they're trying to help. They're really trying to help. Mm-hmm. Um, but you probably don't want to be listening to them too often. <laughs> Okay. So, so when I when if I wanted so when I was preparing for this when I was preparing for this you know of course you get nervous thoughts come up you know how am I going to look on camera what do I say you're not right. interested and I just recognise that that is it's fear it's conditioning it's anxiety it's that it's that it's amygdala part of your brain and I just say I see you I hear you I thank you Blanche take a seat. Um, and so that's part of the first thing. Assume, assume right. positive intention is probably okay. the life changing from my point of view. Awesome. Yeah. And, and the second thing is name yeah. your amygdala. Name your amygdala. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a really great tip for people versus love, calling amygdala. Yeah. I think that's yes. no, exactly. Yeah. And love your love amygdala. Look, think of them as like a, a well meaning aunt that like right. spits on a hanky. I'm like, <laughs> she means really well. She means really well, but you need to keep away much of the time. Right. So, <laughs> Okay, I love that. Um, and so next to being a coach and working with leaders and entrepreneurs, you have a farm with like goats and a pig and you live in a log cabin with your husband and your three boys. Yes, yes. Not quite sure how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't describe myself as an animal person. 
um yeah so it's it was never supposed to be a farm it just kind of evolved um yeah three boys we um when we first got married we bought a brand new house thought it'd be easy like custom built and um trying to keep the boys um in well trying to keep the boys quiet enough for the neighborhood was just a nightmare Mm -hmm. and so we, we sort of moved out into the country bought some acres and just let them loose <laughs> just let, they're feral <laughs> let them loose. and and with them came lots of um over the years just lots of rescued anything that needed a good home really so we have um as you said goats dogs pigs three three-legged iguanas <laughs> three-legged iguanas. <laughs> three iguanas anything that needs a anything that needs a loving space to um, right Oh, I love that. And so, um, Joe, you're here also to share your three uniques with us. Yes, yes. So yeah. you can probably tell by the fact we've got three-legged iguana. Okay. So my primary unique is empathy. Yeah. <laughs> primary unique is empathy. Yeah. Um, so I'll just tell you all three of them and we'll come back to them. Perfect, so yeah. Primary unique is empathy. Okay. Um, and then it is uh, purpose-led. Mm -hmm. I don't do futile. I'm going to get a T-shirt one day that says, don't do futile and that's been a real theme in my life we'll come back to that and then the third one is um that i really value uh self-awareness um self-awareness so um great so yeah great. so the empathy one has been yeah. i always think empathy is a gift <laughs> and as with any gift you can over or underuse it mm -hmm. and um it, again it's only been in the last 15 years that i've being able to uh, appropriately package and uh, use my empathy. Um, it can get you into trouble. Empathy can get you into trouble. So um, I tend to call it intelligent empathy these days. Um, so it's okay to take in strays. And we, we do that in our personal life, in our, you know, we try and help them be everything to everyone. Right. Um, and it's not the greatest strategy. <laughs> it's not the greatest strategy. So kind of empathy with intelligent empathy for me is um, empathy with boundaries. Um, yeah, empathy with boundaries. And I had to learn that lesson um, <laughs> over and over again until I got it about 15 years ago. No, I can totally appreciate that. I mean, even just, you know, tacking on, um, you know, empathy with boundaries, like boundaries is not something that we're always taught. And I think it's a, I do believe it's a skill. It's not just, mm -hmm. you know, a way of thinking or something you do in the moment, but to do it well and to preserve relationships, right, I think is the key thing. Because it's really easy just to tell someone no or back yes. off. But that doesn't necessarily bode well, like, you know, if you're in your relationship with your partner or your spouse, right? Like in a loving, kind, like, respectful mm -hmm. relationship, it's, you know, well, we need to get into conversation about it, right? Yes. And and so I think it's it's a skill to really be empathetic and to set boundaries. Absolutely. And I'm all about the ands. I think that's just going back to that your previous question mm -hmm. uh, in terms of what do you do? So assume positive intent. I think the other thing is hold space for the and, replace ands with but. I'm all about the ands, the fact that more than one thing is simultaneously true at the same time so you can be fiercely caring fiercely want to help and have some really concrete boundaries and be kind at the same time so those ands are so important lovely hi friends it's brenda here i hope you're enjoying our podcast guest today on the three uniques podcast i wanted to interrupt the interview for a couple seconds to let you know about aligned af 
Aligned AF is my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs up to big goals in their life, ready to step into their three uniques, and fully aligning their life to their purpose. Imagine yourself living an intentional, values-driven life that aligns all domains, professional, personal, health, wealth, and community impact. You're generating a six-figure and a multi-six-figure business within your first year. You're learning to love every failure and approaching new goals with possibility, energy, and love. You're unlocking your potential and overcoming your limiting beliefs in a short period of time. And you're shifting yourself from looking ahead to looking within to consider your choices, your values, and most of all, your purpose. You're identifying barriers, examining their origins, and recognizing and celebrating the range of unique skills and experiences you possess to propel you forward. You're building healthy relationships and routines, setting boundaries around the things, people, ideas that drain you without feeling guilty. If you're interested in learning more about Aligned AF, my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs, check out 3uniques.com for more details on the Aligned AF coaching experience or other coaching experiences and working with me. Take care, everyone. And now back to our guest. And then your second unique? My second unique is uh, purpose, purpose-led. Yeah. Purpose-led. Um, and what are yeah. some examples of where that should like shown up for you in your life or things that you're even doing now? Yeah, so I mean, I've literally in the last year, that's not true. So in the last six years, I kind of redesigned my life completely around right. around my three uniques, even if I wasn't able to articulate them. Yeah, I, I, I changed my life around them. Um, I'd worked in uh, with big corporations for a long time. And I'd always uh, worked kind of from an improvement point of view, a lot of strategy, a lot of business mm-hmm. improvement, price improvements, uh, product improvement, all those things. And so I'd always, always work, needed to work with getting to the why, getting everyone to understand the why and all of that. So for as long as I remember, it's been a huge part of who I am. Um, and then I left my uh, corporate job in 2016 Mm-hmm. um again it felt futile at that point it didn't feel futile and I, I mean that with love it felt futile in terms of it wasn't allowing me to be the other two parts of who I am it was very good from a purpose-led point of view but I wasn't able to be the, the fiercely kind empath that I am and also um that level of self-awareness was actually making it impossible not to leave because <laughs> it was right. like so in my face um so I, I left in 2016, started my own consultancy, started it very much in terms of what I thought I should be doing, mm-hmm. um, which was all like you know, corporate uh, leadership development, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I love that stuff. Um, but then in the last year, I've really redesigned my whole business and life around who I really am and getting rid of the side bits. Um and so my whole program, the program I work with as a coach now, which is called Forwards, is all it's, it's the four wards of um, self-leadership. And in there, it's kind of fears, kindness, self-awareness, as high performance habits and also right. growth mindset. So it's absolutely um, penetrated every part of my uh, life and the way I design my life. I love that. 
it's so loud I can't not so <laughs> and it's always been loud and I'm an introvert it's right. always been really loud and I love how you shared that like when you're focused on your purpose and you know you've stripped away all these other things that it becomes lighter for you yes 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 and again somebody that is naturally risk averse and a bit anxious that mm -hmm. helps because there is less to you've got less attachments right when you know who you are you know yeah. what you're supposed to be doing and you focus on that and you show up in the world as that it's 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 freeing it's absolutely freeing and liberating that's why i love helping other people to be able to do the same i love that and then your third one is you talked about self-awareness yes yes self-awareness um always been very very self-aware again over from, from my point of view first 25 years an overused gift <laughs> because as a as a i can only speak i can't speak for a woman but as a woman somebody identifies as female um anxiety and self-awareness and empathy for others without kindness compassion empathy for yourself is a recipe for i had a major eating disorder as a teenager okay i had uh long-term chronic anxiety function very very well i would like to think most people couldn't tell right. uh, but underneath it was uh it was a uh, it, it was a <laughs> it was a rough road underneath um yeah it's, it's challenging i think for all those recovering people pleasers out there I think, yes myself, i raise my hand fully to that that um you know to let go of that you know, and, and start thinking about yourself first and putting yourself first or, you know, so with some of the examples that you gave that I'm sure other listeners can relate to, I can relate to as well, as far as like putting your body first, right? Absolutely. Like I will do everything possible. And even now in the roles of the hats that you play, right? Spouse, parent, daughter. Yeah, um, business owner. Business owner, yeah, business coach. Owner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, all these roles that you play, it's like, where does Joe fit into that? So just even being self-aware about kind of like what you need, what lifts you up, what lights you up. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that self-awareness, and that's why part of that forwards program is a lot of, I've always been obsessed with improvements mm -hmm. and improve, human improvements is only ever possible with self-awareness and if you don't, if you're looking for improvement with self-awareness without uh, fierce kindness, that is a recipe for unhappiness. And yeah, um, yeah. so that those, those four pieces, so powerful and so necessary. And so it just makes it easier. It makes it easier. <laughs> yeah, and I love the idea of easy. Sometimes it can be challenging for folks. And so I always say, you know, like just, and I think you're, you're throughout all your three uniques, you've talked about like just a really healthy lesson of like, you know, do it at your own speed, take yeah. the time to like, you know, go through it. You've talked about it in years of work, right? This is not something just to get done by Friday and not to feel disappointed with yourself too, if you're on this still this journey of self-discovery that it may not just click for you by Friday. And it, you know, it, it takes work, it takes patience. Absolutely, and that's that fierce, fierce kindness bit. Right. You know, is this, is this loving? <laughs> if not, stop, if it's not loving. Is it loving to you as well? Because a lot of us, we do what's loving for others and okay. we sacrifice ourselves sure. for that. Yeah, no, I can definitely hear that. So what's a habit or a practice that you've recently like developed for yourself that's been like effective for you? So <laughs> I didn't plan on sharing this, but one of the 
the thing that's helped me the most in the last year is actually EFT tapping. Mm. Um, uh, I've always meditated. I've often done yoga. Um, I like very quiet things. I like loud things occasionally, driving in a car with some Metallica. Um, So I've always quieted my mind, but I was never able to really uh, uh, calm down my nervous system and limbic system as Mm -hmm. well as I have been with uh, some really basic EFT tapping. I I tell everybody I'm a, I was quite skeptical. (laughs) You really have to, I'm British originally and uh, I had a lot of judgment about kind of sitting there kind of doing this and I do it everywhere now. I do it. That's (laughs) great. Everywhere. Yeah. It's a really way, great way to connect your, uh, you know, mind, body, and spirit. Yeah, so yeah, that's amazing. And then um, I love asking this question. I haven't asked it for a while, so I'm going to ask you. Be ready, <laughs> not to, not to, not to scary here. But what's a, a failure that set that set you up for success today? Like, what's a failure from like your past that set you up for success for today? That's like that's the question. Gosh, lots, so many, so many. <laughs> I'm trying to pick one that's not overly personal, not going to upset anybody or ex-husbands. Um, it's probably around, it's probably around boundaries, actually. Mm-hmm. Probably around boundaries. You can't, probably around boundaries, um, not setting boundaries not understanding what a boundary was i don't right. do i don't like conflict naturally not i'm sure i can never understand people that do knowing that you know confrontation and conflict are different <laughs> um being able to know understand that boundaries are about us where we draw our line and it is none of our business what other people do in response to that and we can still right. love them we can still respect them and we can still not move that line and again, oldest daughter, firstborn daughter, people pleaser beyond, people pleaser beyond. And so, I mean, I, I think I got sued twice. I got sued twice before I learned about boundaries. Got it. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And like thoughts for the listeners around you coming up with your three uniques. What were some of the things that you like did or discovered about yourself to like, you know, like you said, you prepared for this session or this call today, right? And doing this podcast. Um, what were some of the things that you looked at to kind of come up with, or was it just like, no, I know this about myself clearly. I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. So I think the, the three uniques I've always, I, I've always known, I've always known those things about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and the doing the three uniques program with you I think the the difference has been um being able to action it from a place of love and ease I think um and not and and have giving yourself permission to 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 know that those three things are enough right and don't compare them to anybody else's you know mine might to other people you know purpose-led um, empathy and blow my mind, I forget that. self-awareness, self-awareness you're yeah. nebulous to somebody else um, and I think for a while I was kind of 
I think I was always kind of this very patriarchal kind of wanting them to be more serious mm. or more robust or more right. kind of competitive. And that's not me. And that's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful. So just being able to you know, completely, you know, love, accept and approve of who you really are. And that's who I really am. And, and how wonderful is that? It is wonderful. Yeah. Well, and I usually say this at the end of the podcast, uh, but I'll say it now. And and this is for all the listeners. I always wholeheartedly believe this, that there's 7.8 billion people on the planet, soon to be 8 billion people on the planet. And we need people that are empathetic, that are purpose-led and self-aware. Not everybody needs to be everything, but like there's room for Joe to be those three things. And there's room for me to be my three uniques and for everybody else. So it's like, I always sort of share the fact that, you know, like somebody needs what you've got. So out of the 7.8 billion people on the planet, somebody needs what you've got. So go out there and share it. And somebody needs somebody else to be a little bit more empathetic today or to be a little bit more self-aware or be a little bit more purpose-led. And they're going to look to you um, as well as other people that sort of share the same three uniques as you to help them lead that and help them learn more about it. So, but if you keep it to yourself, nobody knows, right? And we're you know, we're not going to necessarily make a difference, right? We're not going to generate something different. We're not going to um, contribute to something bigger than ourselves if we just keep it to ourselves. So absolutely. And if we and if we don't take that time to question it and, and claim it and tell ourselves what it is, right. we often go through life uh, not who we really are, not our complete selves, not our whole selves, and and that's that's really sad. That's really sad. Yeah. So, Joe, my last question for you is if I was to give you a billboard and you could put it anywhere on the planet and have anything on it, what would you put on it and where would it be? Gosh, that's left field. My goodness. A billboard anywhere on the planet. I would want, maybe I'm going to answer this in my own way. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> it's your interview (laughs) I would have it I would have I'd have them in schools I'd have them in schools so one billboard in all the schools and it would say something like you are you are enough you are worthy Mm -hmm. you are loved it's all going to be okay right I'd have that beamed into every young person everywhere all of the time nice uh, yes yeah just let them like hear it on repeat over and over again absolutely, or read absolutely. It on repeat yeah yes like when their no. young minds are forming yes absolutely because i think if if every adult on this planet knew they were loved worthy um accepted <laughs> I, we would change the world we would change the world yeah awesome thanks joe for being on today and thanks for coming on to share your three uniques you're very welcome thank you for having me it's been great having you here. And like I promised uh, at the end of every interview, I or at the end of every podcast interview, I always say this, that there's 7.8 billion people on this planet. So get out there and share your three uniques. Somebody needs what you've got. Thanks, Thanks everyone for tuning in today. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's guest on the Three Uniques podcast. Uh, As always, we really appreciate your time and your commitment to listening to our guests every week. And we'd love for you to be able to share this podcast with others and encourage other people to get out there and share their three uniques. So please take a few moments to like, share, 
this podcast, leave a review and let us know what you think. And also let us know who you'd like to hear more from, uh, what type of guests you want us to bring on for future podcast interviews. Thanks so much. Remember, get out there and share your three uniques. There's seven and a half billion people on this planet and somebody needs what you've got. Take care, friends.